Are they just expecting people to like knock on the door and say, hey, hey, let's bang? Um, <laughs> hello and welcome to Thoughts and Perspectives, a Swinger Lifestyle Podcast. We are Ben and Kay, a two-physician couple in the lifestyle, and would like to share with you our thoughts and perspectives on related topics. We are physicians, but we are not your physicians. If you have any concerns about your personal or mental health, you should talk with your own doctors. This is an adult podcast and is not intended for people under the age of 18. So welcome to the Bliss Cruise episode. Uh, this is a, a big one for us. We've really been looking forward to this one because we're now cruise people. Um, we were historically historically always uh, club people. Club people. Yeah. club people. Yeah, easy to get out on a, you know, whatever night, go do your thing and then go back to your regular life. But after doing two of these bliss cruises, um, we're now cruise people. Uh, so we're going to be covering a couple of uh, topics today um, regarding cruising, bliss cruise in general. Um, do you want to go ahead and talk about some of the topics we're going to cover? Sure. Um, we're going to just go over what a swinger cruise is because for us it was a bit of a learning curve what we like and don't like kind of our review um how does swing work on a ship um, definitely different from the club packing list and preparation this is a little bit more practical stuff theme parties tips and just cruising in general and uh faqs um and there's a lot to cover on this episode uh, so most likely this will be part one um and we'll break it up into two parts a lot of lot of stuff goes into this and um, we're also really excited yeah we're super enthusiastic <laughs> about the subject um so expect a lot from us so uh what is a swinger cruise um this was a, a question that i think that asked you when you first kind of mentioned it yeah. i was like what exactly are you talking about um and you know i we learned that there are different types of swinging cruises different smaller ones bigger ones mm -hmm. um you know there's bliss cruise which is the one that we went on last november and just this past april and it seems like bliss cruise out of all of them is mostly swingers where some of them are some swingers there but a lot of party kind of environment adult only sort of deal yeah, swinger-specific cruise, right? Yeah, there are nudist-specific cruises as well um, where they don't, uh, you know, hook up, um, but they're just, just nudists. I think Big Nude Boat is one. Um, yeah, but... if you like to just stroll around in your lingerie, maybe Temptation Cruise is more um, what you might enjoy. Yeah, and then there's uh, Desire Cruises and Rockstar Cruises are the ones we've heard of, but we've only ever done the Bliss Cruise, so that's the only one we can... So Bliss Cruise basically is a giant boat full of swingers and when i first read about it uh this was um you know the cruise that was coming up back in november and the capacity of the ship was i think five over five thousand people the yeah it was I, the boat size itself was six thousand at maximum capacity but this was right after covid um and so they had a reduced capacity so four or five thousand people but can you imagine just being on the boat with four thousand swingers i can imagine it now because we did it yeah. yeah so at first when i heard what actual swinger cruises i was like oh my god that i can't even imagine what that will be like that will be just too crazy i am and i was like i'm i don't think i'm that crazy of a swinger you know we're kind of low-key you know just really enjoy swapping um 
And I wasn't sure if it was going to be for us. Yeah, yeah. I mean, how how could you possibly know before doing it? Um, the cruise, uh, twice yearly, although there's three this year. Yeah, it's a special June cruise this year that unfortunately we're not going to be able to make and I'm bummed out about yeah, so, that. So there's a November cruise. Um, November is longer. Yeah. Um, it is, I believe, seven nights. Is I, that right? I think that's a typical thing. November is seven nights and then the April is six nights. Um, and then this year there was a Mediterranean cruise in June, which I am told they will never, ever do again don't know why I think maybe they had a hard time selling rooms um, which is crazy to me because we would love to do that if we had more time or vacation um, how much does it cost yeah it costs uh, our budget was the same as our usual vacation yeah um, the food was included and so we were surprised that um, I feel like if you're smart you end up with a lot less uh, extra cost yeah and so I I would plan it just like a re regular vacation yeah I, th I think you know in general we budget ten thousand dollars for a vacation um the cabins themselves uh, so we on both of these previous cruises and i guess all of them going forward we get a slightly upgraded from your average cabin um and the cabin itself costs us four grand maybe a little bit more they also the caveat with our uh, cost of flying we are flying across the country yeah we're flying from california to florida um, exactly so the tickets tend to be a little bit more pricey we're also very specific regarding the timing of the flight yeah and you know we can talk more about that in our tips section oh, about the flight okay. <laughs> but you know that is i feel like a lot of our cost goes into the flying and making sure that the flight yeah. matches the time frame that we need. Well, something more expensive than the flight is the beverage package. Yeah, the, you know, we definitely will talk about the beverage package and is it worth it? Um, I think this last one, just just for, as an off the cuff number, I think it was about fifteen hundred dollars for both of us for mm -hmm. the beverage package. So that's a that's a significant cost, especially if you're if you're going to be drinking and you're going to buy that. Um, so who to book through? Uh, there are a bunch of travel agencies. Um, you can buy uh, your your ticket directly through Bliss Cruises, uh, but there are some other uh, travel agencies um, that you can book with. Um, some we've booked with previously, uh, Topless Travel, uh, Right Connections, and TheSwingerCruise.com. And then there's two other ones that I'm aware of, but we haven't booked through. Uh, Erotic Adult Travel, luxury lifestyle vacations and there's probably other ones that i that i haven't heard of i i hate to leave them out but um those are the ones that we're at least somewhat familiar with or we've seen them around um the agents that we've met um through these these uh companies are active in the lifestyle um and very it, friendly yeah, yeah extremely friendly in some <laughs> scenarios um and uh when we've talked with the agents in the past, it seems like it's pretty easy to upgrade and downgrade kind of as needed. The other, I feel like, uh, good part about working with a travel agent is you can split up your payments into such small little increments yeah. over time. Yeah, so for the next couple of cruises, we've um, we've done this kind of monthly payment mm -hmm. thing. If you book through Bliss directly, um, if I remember correctly, they also split it up, but I think it's every six months or maybe three payments um prior to the cruise uh you'll have to look it up um but uh certainly i i think the uh the agencies can be a little bit more flexible with how you want to approach that so let's talk about what we 
liked and didn't like uh, from the cruise. Um, and this is an exhaustive, exhaustive list, but just a, a couple of topics. Uh, one, traveling to Florida. So uh, it's a it's a cross country trip for us. And this last time, um, between the weather So there and was the a pilot storm, shortage, right? So the storm was right over Florida. So anybody who was trying to get into the, into the area from either um, up north or, you know, from Texas, you know, everything was canceled. A bunch of people didn't make it onto a bunch the of ship. people didn't make it. In fact, the people who were next to us, the next cabin over, um, didn't make it. They got stuck. And on their door, we saw this thing that said, happy anniversary. I've just so, felt so bummed out. Yeah. Like, can you yeah. imagine missing the cruise? But then also that kind of ruins your whole uh, wedding anniversary trip. Yeah. I just felt so terrible. But traveling to Florida definitely requires a little bit of thinking through. So now that we know how this works, we're, I think, going to book a connection that allows us, if needed, we can drive, um, you know, the rest of the way. And also we're leaving a day early. So we used to, we used to arrive in Florida the day before the cruise, but now we're going to do uh, a red eye. So we arrive kind of the more very, very, very early morning of the day before the cruise. Exactly. But you know, like the first cruise, we were lucky. There are no delays. No snakes. And Easy we peasy. were there, if you actually think about it, we were there like 11 PM and you know, like the evening before the cruise. Right. We yeah. like missed the, and we missed the meet and greet, meet which and greet party. I don't think is that big of a deal, but yeah, it was fine. But I felt like that now that I understand how, the, you know, the, the flying works, I think that we will give ourselves a little bit more time. Um, the, the part that I think that, um, felt different for me that I'm not sure that, um, um, that I didn't like is the way that the playrooms, um, Oh, the hours? Yeah, the hours. Yeah, just funky felt, hours. Yeah, yeah, funky hours. Um, it just felt a little bit more restrictive. Like, mm -hmm. you know, my expectation was we're on a cruise ship. We can play at any time. We just yeah, like show they're up. always going to be open. Exactly. We just show up in a beautiful solarium with a pool and, you know, just wonderful ambience and, you know, just more fun to play kind of in, out in the open, right? Because we are kind of club and enjoy yeah. uh, looking yeah. and being looked at. Um, and that particular playroom was opening way late, um, yeah. like 10 p.m. 10 p.m. And, and then closed at 2 a.m. Yeah, so I felt yeah. like we needed to utilize our cabin um, quite a bit. Uh, the second time, in fact, we brought our disco ball. Yeah, and yeah, the disco made... ball was a good move. We'll, yeah. we'll cover that. We'll cover our, our packing list a little yeah. bit later. What did you enjoy the most? Um, I enjoy the hunt. Yeah, so on the, you know, on the... <laughs> On the on the cruise ship, it's fun for us to both kind of walk around and scope out other couples and be like, "Ooh, I like this couple. I don't like that couple. I like this couple. This is what I like about them." Um, you know, and just kind of scoping them out and deciding who we like and who we don't like. So and... basically, you like to look at the box of candy. Yeah, I'm and... a window shopper. Yeah, yeah, and just kind of see, oh, this one's like this. Oh, maybe this one or maybe that one. Okay, yeah, yeah. fair enough. That's, that's a lot of fun, yeah. Yeah, and you know the time. other the other couples are on the hunt too, right? So oh yeah, yeah. Everybody's always checking everyone else out, and it's such a departure from reality. You know, you can't <laughs> just walk into the grocery store and and just stare somebody down. Um, and you also get a lot of compliments. You know, mm -hmm, what mm -hmm. I liked is people are not shy to tell you about your outfit. Your um, boots. Yeah. <laughs> whatever body part that looks good um yeah i feel like uh, my favorite part definitely is the glow night so mm -hmm. glow night kind of stands out 
um, I just enjoy the dancing experience in general, just the vibe of the crowd and everybody's mm -hmm. just having so much fun. Um, and, you know, kind of combining sex and dancing is just, you know, like my dream come true. Um, and then there's the workshops um, we have fun with. Um, we did the, the rope workshop. Um, we did suspension last time as a part of that workshop, um, speed dating. Um, and then it varies from cruise to cruise, but there are various informational talks um, that you can that you can be a part of if you want to. Um, so one of the questions is, is how does swinging work on a ship? Do you remember I, uh, on the first cruise, the first night, uh, we got on and I'm like, this mm -hmm. does not work the same way as the club. Yeah, it we did. thought we were going to strike out. Right? I was yeah. like, this is like drinking from a fire hydrant. I'm like, I, yeah. I we can't do it. It's just, you know, you see people in the elevator and you they're... don't know how to approach them. You don't know how to talk to them. It's like, hi. Oh, okay. Um, we'll see you guys later. Um, so it just felt so different than yeah. the club, which we're yeah. used to. Right. So we but had... now we know you got to pounce. You see a couple you like, you got to pounce. <laughs> Right. So, uh, and we have cards. Um, so, you know, we just made our kind of, um, changes that work well for the cruise and we are, we're going to talk about them in a little bit more detail. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Um, so how do you meet people? Um, there's a variety of meet and greets. Um, we have really good success with the under 45 meet and greet. There's also the full swap meet and greet, the soft swap meet and greet, the hall pass meet and greet. Um, there was a ladies only meet and greet. Uh, this time, uh, very various. Um, uh, yeah, and these take place at the bar, so no pressure. Yeah. Veterans um, meet and greet, uh, Alcoholics Anonymous meet and greet. Yeah, um, a lot of options. Uh, speed dating, um, running into people in the elevator. Um, <laughs> right. There's the theme parties, uh, and then with that, we talked a little bit about our cards. I guess uh, they call them slut cards, but we have these cards. Uh, has a little bit of information about us, about our online profile. Um, and then you can write in your cabin number. Um, yeah, so basically it's a business card for you as a couple that uh, for us does have our face photos. So you can kind of put the name with a face. Um, it has our kick um, information, kind of how to get hold of us on, you know, Facebook Messenger, um, you know, just in general um, what we are. So we, ha we do specify that we are full swap, same room. Mm -hmm on mm -hmm. our card and so basically the card will tell you um whether you'd be interested in us or not you know when i was looking when we first started doing um the cruises i noticed people put their room number on the card and i thought why are people putting the room number on the card are they just expecting people to like knock on the door and say hey hey let's bang um <laughs> but no that's not why you put the room number on the card the reason you put the room number on the card is um the internet doesn't work great on the ship pretty frequently um, but what works great are the whiteboards. So you put a whiteboard, a magnetic one, um, on the outside of your door. And on the two cruises we've been on, they've actually given you one on your goodie bag when you get on the ship. And basically, you can leave messages on the whiteboard. Yeah, I used to buy the couple's door and just write on their whiteboard, like, hey, do you want to get drinks later? Uh, we usually attach our card mm -hmm. with mm -hmm. a little magnet so yeah. the cool part about the ship right the all the walls and the doors are magnets right and so you can you know have fun with that um i think that that worked really well for us the first um time on on the november cruise this cruise there was definitely less of the interaction through the dry erase boards yeah that there was, was definitely a lot that more was a bit Facebook. odd 
yeah, Facebook seems to be a really popular option. Um, and so we made a Facebook couples profile for that. Oh, it's the other thing. The reason why you would leave a room number, uh, you can leave voice messages on people's cabin phone. Um, so you can just dial up their room and leave the them new a message. The new uh, feature of the Bliss Cruise app now is you can use their messenger and all you need to know is the cabin number. Yeah, and except for, you know, the internet's pretty spotty. And I, you know, I didn't find that app to be um, that helpful. Sometimes it would take me hours before I got the message or for the mm -hmm. message to update. So uh, the app, I don't think is great, but who knows? Maybe, maybe it'll get better. Yeah, I feel like, you know, the more port days you have, the better... Um, it is to use the internet on those mm -hmm. days, but if you're at sea, the internet, meh, hit yeah. or miss. Yeah, yeah, the internet is very hit or miss um, when you're out at sea. So make make your card, you know, we've gotten very fancy cards. Our card has a golden pineapple on it. Um, we've also gotten very simple cards that also communicate, communicate all of that same information and works mm -hmm. really well. Yeah. Um, yeah, and... and elevator speech we kind of covered in our first episode yeah um i guess when i when i wrote elevator speech in the show notes i kind of wanted to talk about how the flow of conversation normally goes like how, how what do you even say to these people uh when you go to up to them but the 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 conversation basically goes how long have you guys been in the lifestyle what are you into where are you from is this your first cruise and so those are the kind of the starter questions and usually from we there those from speed dating did we i feel like oh yeah yeah we learned that in speed dating on the first yeah, yeah. cruise yeah and so that's if you're if you don't know how to start a conversation that's where you start from and, you, and usually speed from there dating workshop is a good practice yeah uh, there was another workshop this time yeah how to approach approach and close yeah. um so yeah that's when we missed that one but i'm guessing they probably cover these topics in that yeah. in that uh in that workshop so i feel like once we got down the little bit of how to approach couples on the cruise we got a lot more comfortable mm -hmm. oh for sure that's when things started to happen yeah. i mean you know we wrote several messages on dry erase boards we got in touch uh, with people that we were um, kind of conversing ahead of time on mm -hmm. facebook group um, we kind of put their, you know, pictures yeah. with their um, faces. So that that was all fun. Yeah. So when yeah. when things started to happen, second and third um, day, I think we both got kind of, you know, relaxed about. Yeah, okay, we, we got we, into we, it. We, we know it what to do. Yeah. yeah. Um, dinners are important um, for interacting with other couples. So we we noticed not only us but a lot of other other couples set up dinner dates. You know, days. In fact, I think ahead. we ate dinner uh individually like you and i yeah just once this past cruise. is that true yeah yeah could be could we, be. we were with our dinner dates the yeah. remainder of the cruise and yeah. and that, it's fun you know you're going to the dining room you're dressed up you meet the other couple and just such a nice time to get to know each other and then we would just invite them upstairs to our cabin to play because the playroom was still closed i think it was yeah, too early yeah. we tend to we tend to play early uh, do we do we though um <laughs> I, I think we want to get more afternoon activity done but we were not really that successful with um doing things in the afternoon yeah we're not that early i think yeah, after yeah. dinner is yeah after after dinner but yeah. before the playroom opens at 10. but it's also not midnight Right. Also not midnight. Yeah. Yeah. 
um playing in playrooms versus the cabin so cabin you know 24 hours a day whenever you want um limited hours for the playrooms there appears to be always a couples only playroom uh where you need to be naked in lingerie or in robes and anything goes playroom and a fetish playroom there is a changing area in the front of the um entry into the solarium playroom and you know you change from whatever dinner dress you were wearing and you know then you proceed um i think this time they were allowing people to just go in in a towel yeah and a lot yeah. of people were wrapped in well they, they give you a towel right yeah and but we we brought our own robes oh yeah our silk ropes yeah those we're, are fun we're, we're, we're hardened veterans so <laughs> yeah we just we just rolled in in our robes we were we were ready to go um let's see repeat encounters on the ship uh so you do you are on the ship for six seven days with all the same people it just becomes so convenient so let's yeah. say you meet your neighbors right yeah and, and your you're comfortable with them. are um, a fun couple you have your you know first encounter the first night and then later on in the week you have opportunity to do that again and and it's just so easy right yeah. and, and that's a that's a new thing for us as club people right we historically we haven't really run into the same people necessarily at the, at the club um, and so we we had never double dipped up until our first cruise yeah and we had to kind of come up with new rules for it. Um, I think that cruise in general is maybe, if you haven't done it before, can be uncharted territory. So, you know, maybe looking into, you know, do you want to revisit your rules as a couple? Um, onto packing list and preparation. Uh, packing. Uh, how much clothes, how many clothes uh, do you bring? Um, like dresses, suits, um, costumes too much yeah yeah you really need to think about what you're bringing and but you know it's interesting i brought two bags right so mm -hmm. i brought my big luggage and a carry-on luggage right and you you did the same so yeah. big luggage and a carry-on luggage but we really wore everything that i wore every, i wore literally everything um, i brought I just... three suits right so yeah. like you wake up in the morning and you want to be comfortable going up to you know breakfast and just you know maybe enjoying like outdoors and sunshine and then later on you might want to be dressed you know really nicely for dinner um, for myself my theme costumes were a little bit too scandalous to go into the dining room and yeah. so i wore a nice you know nice dress to dinner and so i would end up wearing three or four outfits each day um you know just changing and same for you like you had your suits just yeah i had shorts swim trunks suit and then maybe a theme outfit in a given day. Um, so a lot of wardrobe changes. Uh, so some other things to bring. Uh, we talked about the robes already. Uh, those are super handy, especially if you're going to the playroom or the spa. Um, yeah, actually the spa area is definitely underutilized. Yeah, co-ed and uh, nude. Um, gray area of the ship. I'm surprised not more people use it. Do you it. remember walking in on a couple of girls who were making out in the steam room? Yeah. And we walk in and they're gorgeous. Yeah, and in they're... their 20s, just beautiful, beautiful women just making out with each and, other. And they, and they felt, uh, you know, embarrassed that they, you know, we walked in on them. And we were like, oh, girls, please do not stop. Um, and then they told us how they didn't know they signed up for a swinger cruise. They just thought it was, you know, adults only, um, fun cruise. And, and they were like, we we are so surprised with what's going on. And, so, and yet here you are 
fully naked in the spa and making out in front of us. Yeah, so the robes to the spa, very, very good. Um, I would say definitely worth it. Yeah. Um, universal plug. Uh, so there are a very limited number of plugins in your cabin. One of those uh, on this ship and in the previous ship was a European style plug. So if you uh, if you use the universal plug, you basically get an extra plug in mm -hmm. um, if you use that. Um, Electrolytes. Oh yeah. You gotta um, stay hydrated. You gotta stay hydrated. You also need those for hangovers. Yeah. So we have these, um, you know, little pouches that we dissolve in water um, and, you know, drink early in the morning to mm -hmm. hydrate throughout or the whenever day. Whenever we feel dehydrated. Yeah, whiteboard. Which is easy to do. Uh, for yeah, the, whiteboard for um, leaving messages for the and door. whatnot. Um, the flood um, cards, we talked about those. Um, waterproof sheet. Yeah, we're gonna try out. Um, uh, David and Carol gave us a uh, yeah, waterproof the, blanket. From the Sexy Lifestyle podcast, they have the, the top waterproof blanket, um, which we're going to bring. But previous to that, we had a we had a mattress protector. And, you know, we didn't we brought one on the November cruise and didn't use it. And then on the April cruise, we didn't bring one and wish we had one. Yeah. So, yeah, bring you one. You know, it depends on, on the couple you're there you're with you want to have full experience and you know not be shy of anybody who wants to enjoy themselves and squirt and you know just thinking ahead uh, breath strips we actually use yeah. those a lot a lot the listerine <laughs> breath strips um and those are also part of our our slut bag you know our little <laughs> our little pouch that we put our condoms our lube and our breath mints in and then also a new addition to the slut bag for next cruise is hand wipes because you're touching a lot of stuff touching a lot of people you should probably be cleaning your hands between, between touching. touching people you know you're going to upset some vaginal let's flora maybe some, cause a little bv uh, yeah let, let's give some context this was during a um an orgy that we learned um somebody gave us a great tip so when you switch partners and you move on to the next girl you might want to um you know, wipe your hands with yeah. antibacterial wipes yeah. before you go and touch something yeah, else. Yeah, great, so that, great point. Yeah, yeah, that was great. So that worked really well. Um, we also brought a... Party light words. Dis disco ball, strobe light, um, you know, just a little spinny light with colors for our cabin to kind of help set the mood. People were pretty impressed by that. Yeah, and we had um, our uh, speaker. So oh yeah, yeah, Bluetooth, Bluetooth speaker. speaker yeah, bring set. one of those. We actually made a playlist ahead of time, and that really was kind of fun to set the mood for sure. Um, what else? We got lots of magnetic hooks to hang our sea passes, our mm -hmm. robes, whatever yeah, else. Yeah. We brought a little shoe organizer that we yeah, hung over. Not the for day. shoes. We didn't use it for shoes. It's a shoe organizer. Uh, but what we did is we we hung it over either the bathroom door or the closet door, and it gives you a bunch of little pouches to help organize your mm -hmm. stuff with the limited amount of space you have. And then cash um, for tips primarily. You need to tip the guy who takes your baggage when you arrive at the ship. You need to tip your cabin steward, and you need to tip uh, people on the excursion. So we went on the catamaran, and uh, I wish I would have brought more cash to tip. Those guys didn't even think about it. Um, yeah, so if you do a shore excursion, definitely bring those guys were, you know, for, for tip. Um, you know, the with, with the cash, if you do get the beverage package, I believe the tip is included yeah, tips are with included, that. Yeah, yeah. So when you go to the bar, you don't necessarily need to bring cash for that. So that did help 
me and I didn't have to carry a lot of stuff. Yeah. And then uh, tipping the cabin steward, uh, we tipped, yeah. we tipped a hundred dollars at the very beginning. And our steward was extra, extra good. Yeah. So yeah. I think that that does work um, in kind of, you know, the, the, they know that you tip them well and they treat you well. Yeah. Okay, pre-cruise preparation. Uh, so there's a couple of things that you have to think about um, before stepping onto the ship. Uh, number one is the pre-cruise COVID testing. Um, and I'm pretty sure this is going to change. Um, yeah, I feel like this is specific to, you know, the last two cruises that we went. Yeah. Um, in a way, we got very lucky. So November cruise was right before the big Omicron wave. Yeah. And, like, there were no COVID cases after that huge... Yeah. But the uh, April well, cruise the April, did have COVID cases. Yeah, yeah, was a little bit less lucky. Um, but you know, this is you know you need the testing forty eight hours ahead of time right uh, now. Two days ahead of time. Two days. Okay. So if your cruise leaves on a Sunday, you can get tested anytime on that Friday, anytime on the Saturday, or anytime on that Sunday before you get on the ship. So it's yeah, not forty eight hours. It's we did two the days. telehealth um, test from home, and that yeah. worked really great. Yeah. And that's a, that telehealth test, it's on the Royal Caribbean website, um, and it's proctored over your cell phone, so somebody watches you uh, basically FaceTiming over your cell phone to make sure you do the test correctly. Um, and that's super convenient, you can do it right from home. Mm -hmm. uh, flights, you got to get your flights set up. Um, if you're going to be staying the night at a hotel, which I would probably recommend if you're not local to Florida, because you want to show up a day early just in case something horrible happens. Yeah, we happens. stayed both times with, uh, at the... Um meet a great hotel and yeah. we did enjoy that yeah the second time we did make the pre-cruise party which was fun um you know just set your expectations low because people are kind of getting in and you know maybe tired from the travels and they're friendly but most people are not looking to play they're just looking to uh, maybe get to know people yeah and i think people are tired from traveling and yeah, whatnot of course some people show up days ahead of time and go to the local swing we, club and all that I, stuff i, I but, wish yeah. i could do that yeah um getting to the ship from your hotel no it did shuttle the first time mm -hmm. uh and the second time we did uber and i was quite happy with both experiences yeah, either one is fine yeah yeah i feel like if you are you know less familiar with the area or uber um, then shuttle is, is a great option. It's a lot of fun um, to be on the bus with, you know, a bunch of people being so excited to get on the cruise. Um, the Uber driver we had did get lost a little bit. Um, yeah. And we had to give direction. So I, because it was our second time in Miami and second time at that ship terminal, I feel like that was not a problem. That maybe the yeah. first time and it yeah. would have been a little bit more yeah. of a problem yeah mm -hmm. um and then recon before the cruise um scoping out other couples that may be on the cruise <laughs> uh, yeah favorite. yeah uh two good options uh uh sls or swing lifestyle um they have a a, a map of the decks of the ship where you can see where different people are staying which rooms and that's that's optional your information doesn't get automatically put there it's only if you get on sls and say hey this is what room i'm in um, and then also there's Facebook groups, um, which are invite only and private where people talk about various subjects. You can check out other couples there and see, you know, who you might be interested in meeting and some people leave their room numbers and that sort of thing. So you can use their whiteboard. And I think we already talked about the pre-cruise meet and greet. There's a yeah, uh, super loud music inside of the ballroom. 
last time and then couples outside of the ballroom actually conversing. Yeah, I feel like, um, you know, the, the setup of the large conference hotel is not necessarily, necessarily like a great hangout space, right? Like yeah. you want to have maybe lounge seating and just have a little bit, um, you know, less loud music for sure. Yeah, yeah it definitely makes conversations more difficult. Um, and I noticed it seemed like most of the couples got out of the area where they were playing the music in the large ballroom. Yeah, unless you really wanted to dance on the dance floor. And I normally enjoy dancing, but, you know, that night we were traveling for, I want to say, over 11 hours altogether. And yeah, it we had like, a bunch of delays and that sort of thing. Yeah, I just feel like I was so tired. I was like, standing upright is enough. Um, so you talked about how much you love the glow night. Um, Speaking of dancing, right? Yeah. Um, there are theme parties every night on the ship. Um, they vary somewhat, but the ones that are always happening are the glow night, the formal night, and the fetish night. Which one of those is your favorite? Oh, that's a good question. Probably the glow night, although I don't like dancing nearly as much as you do, but the, the glow night's a lot of fun. Um, and especially on the Oasis back in November, there it was really quite high energy um, and, and a lot of fun. I think it was just a setup. It was in this aqua theater area. Yeah. You know, I did enjoy the fetish party this time. Um, I got yeah. to wear my latex dress. Yeah, it's always fun to see the, the outfits on the fetish night. Yeah, the fetish night. As far as if you're not a, a big dancer, I feel fetish night. Um, is a lot of fun visually. Um, the, some of the other parties I had, this is just from the last two cruises that were white party, purple party, Mardi Gras, which was similar to purple. So I think I reused some of my um, stuff. Sports night, we wore sports jerseys, lingerie night. That was a lot of fun. Mm -hmm. um, yeah, that was a really good one. They should make that one a, a, a repeat one. A repeat one. Yeah, they yeah. should have that one every cruise. Yeah. Um, animal pool party. Um, that one was also fun. Um, you know, me and our unicorn, we got both dressed in matching, uh, matching, uh, rash guards and it was just a lot of fun. Island vibes was just a chill party. I think, um, on the first boarding day, I think, um, during our last cruise. Yeah. So that just about wraps up part one of the bliss cruise episode. Uh, we'll be planning on part two pretty soon here. Yeah, we'll see you in the next episode. Give me, give me what I want, want you all over me.